You're listening to Sportsball, recorded September 4th, 2018. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. Excuse me if I'm a little grumpy today. I'm grumpy for multiple reasons. One, I got kept up all night long by my upstairs neighbor, who it's either one person or 20. I don't really know. Also, people are coming after my brand, Mia. Who's your brand? Not like the brand of me. That's not a very good brand. I'm not talking oh, about that. You've got a terrible brand. I'm talking about my brand, okay? Your what? My brand. What do you... My brand. The one you're currently wearing? Lululemon? brand. Oh, actually... Yeah. <sighs> Nikes on the feet. The Florida State Nikes. Got some heat coming their way. I'm not happy about it. We have to protect the brand. Protect this house. Nope, that's a different company entirely, and we're going to break that down on this episode of Sports Ball. Here's what's on for today's show. Fuck you, Tyler. At the end of the show, we have Moneyball Part 2. Shoes, a delicate dance. That'll be a fun segment. We have to look back at weekend number one for college football, including the picture you and I made. Do I have we a good, have to? We do have to. No. And uh, we uh, have what's got us hot and bothered. But first, we have a big announcement. So, Mia, on our first uh, iteration of sports ball, one of the best things about the show was the fan engagement. And, of course, with you guys engaging with the show, it's the best part. We love talking to you. That's what it is, um, is sitting around conversing about sports. One of the best things about the show is that we got everybody involved in college game day. College game day, of course, going to the premier college, premier college football marquee matchup each week uh, during the fall. Uh, we had awesome coverage there. It was great. We had people showing up with their faces, showing up with the, the show logo, all sorts of stuff. It was great. So we're going to be doing it again this year. So, um, sorry. traveling? No, 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 no. Oh. Our fans, we want you to show up at college game day, wherever it happens to be every single week. Whoa, now, oh, I totally yes. misunderstood. That is amazing. Yes. So for uh, Michigan Notre Dame fans last week, sorry. Uh, Maybe you'll participate uh, later on this year. Notre Dame might. Michigan won't. We'll get to that later. But here's the cool thing. If you show up at College Game Day going forward the rest of the year as a sports ball fan and you throw up something sports ball, whether it's our faces together, our show logo, something from the show, we are going to give you $50 to the Rooster Teeth store to buy whatever you want merch-wise. But, like, out of our paycheck? No, not out of our paycheck. In fact... Here's, you know what, I, I'm, I am cranky, but that doesn't make me a bad person. I'm not, I'm not Mr. Scrooge today, okay? No, 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 not 50. Let's, let's make it 100. $100 to the RT store. I'm about to travel. If you show up to college game day, uh, how do you prove it? Tweet us a picture of yourself at college game day. Tweet us a picture of your sign. Uh, have your buddies take a picture of you when you're on TV. Yeah. And show us that you were actually there at college Don't game day. Don't make it some, like, Android photo either. 
any photo. Don't listen to my co-host. That would be awesome. But that was so much fun, and I love seeing that. You guys were so creative. The last time around, I want to see what everybody has this time. And I'm finally going to make it on game day. <laughs> You're finally going to make it on game day. Well, the season's long, and there's some places that you and I could travel Oh, no, to. I've made it on game day before. You've made it. Did you make it on game day last year with Oklahoma? It wasn't last year. It was uh, the Florida State year. The Florida State yeah, year. Yeah, 2014. Just as far as like 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 on camera there or like a tweet, did you do some shit? Some, no, no, no. Well, yes, I did some shit, but mm -hmm. someone held up a sign with like my picture on it, and it was. Uh, okay. I think. What fucking game was it? When were we? When did we have game day? Well, while Mia's thinking about that, remember take uh, whatever you can sports ball related. Yeah. Sports ball related. Not on an Android though. To the game, not on an Android for some other reason. I don't want some don't grainy know. photo of You're me on game day. You're giving me crap about my phone earlier. I have a normal. We will get phone. to that later. Can't get to it. It's a sports show. Sorry, Mia. It's gonna have to wait. So you know what? If you do want to include it in this, you can include it in our hot and bothered segment, mm. which is something we're gonna do every show now, which. I find it be a lot of fun. It's basically me and I go through what is uh, got us hot, what's got us bothered, maybe a little bit of both. I don't know. So, Mia, why don't you go ahead and start off. Ladies first, what has you hot and bothered? Willie fucking Taggart has me bothered. <laughs> I Although I never bought that hype. All right, so. Uh, not that there was any hype. So, so why has it got you bothered? Because we were the six and a half favorite and we lost to fucking Virginia Tech and his excuse, <clears throat> and I quote, we didn't handle the adversity well. We had a lot of hold on, adversity tonight. We didn't handle it the way I thought our team will. It's Virginia Tech. What adversity? Absolutely warranted. What bothers me is the media and Nick Saban. I got a beef to pick. I know our fans probably won't like this. I don't know what you meant by this on the rundown, so I'm excited to yeah, hear it. Yeah, I don't have a problem with Nick Saban at all treating the media the way he treats the media. The media loves it when Greg Popovich does it because it's pop being pop. Yeah. Or when Bill Belichick has made a career at being a dick for 20 years. The media loves it. They eat it up. They show up to every presser with smiles because they know they're going to get a soundbite. Yeah. For some reason in college football, fans are irked by Nick Saban just being Nick Saban. And he got on, I, I can't remember her name. Uh, Maria, Maria uh, Taylor. Yeah, yeah, fine reporter, she's great. Great Whatever. reporter. Yes, um, yeah, he was but a But he dick. didn't get on her, he started out you know, answering her question, yeah. and then he didn't <laughs> tell, listen, all, he was just, def I liked the way, I fucking hate Nick Saban, and you will never hear me defend him again, but I loved the way he phrased that. He said, why are you guys trying to get me to say something that, that doesn't respect one of these quarterbacks? Yeah. Stop it. Stop asking these questions. They're both good. Yeah. It's not who's better. It's who do I use this week, which is a great problem to have. And it's a great... It's and a great... maybe you should send over one if you really... Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, we got to get to my boys who I, you know, hey, I, I want that J Jalen Hurts coming down my way, okay? But it is a great problem to have for Alabama to have yeah. a big old or on the depth chart before every single matchup yeah. if it's going to be Tua or Jalen. Because, yeah, they both can play. Now, Tua was straight fucking fire against Louisville. That was awesome. That no look like behind some like Steph Curry on the football yeah. field. Get off Nick Saban. Yep. Get off him. He likes Fleetwood Mac. Did you know that? What else hot Nick bothered you? Nick Saban likes Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, it's his favorite band. Well, I don't know about his favorite band, but it is one of his bands he likes. Uh, for the first time in my life again, I know this is a day of firsts, I'm hot 
on Boise State. Not for their stupid fucking field. For their turnover throne. Watch the turnover throne. That thing is amazing. We're gonna, that is way better than a chain or a belt or a end of list. <laughs> that was really cool. In the age of like, you know, Miami kind of bring that back and Georgia doing their thing. I mean, it's cool. I think it's great. I love it. I'm sure crotchety old men are like, ah, it's not my football, but whatever. I think it's awesome. So do I. I, I wish my school had something like that. They don't. It's no, okay. Neither does mine. They, they, they throw a lot of <laughs> That's neither my hot or my bother. But I'll tell you what got has has me very hot right now is Red Zone. Red Zone has me hot. It is the one time of the year that I look forward to more than college football opening day, which is the opening day for the NFL. I'm not talking about the Thursday night game this week, okay? That doesn't that, count. I don't count. That's like I'm yeah. Poor play. I'm talking about locked and loaded, got my coffee, got my tacos, twelve o'clock. Let's fucking roll on Red Zone. Seven straight hours of football. There's nothing like it. It's the best. In the world. I, it's amazing. There's it's nothing, the nothing that compares. You know, the older you get, too, and I'll, I'll tell you this, Mia, because I'm an older man, all right? I have somewhat, I have some wisdom up there. Um, the, the whole, like, sex, alcohol, stimulants, that's shit. It's sh that's shit. It's like coffee, sleep, and Red Zone. That's all you need for the rest of your life. Coffee, good food, college game day slash red zone, if I had to pick mm, I got to go red zone a little higher. No, I love game Simply, day. I, I need Lee Corso and Kirk Herbstreet in the morning. Nothing gets my blood pumping like ooh, that. I, I like it. Oh, no, I'm not going to. I love a college game day. There's not yet, yeah, no doubt about it. But a red zone is perfect because it, it fills my needs and my requirements for no bullshit. I don't need to watch commercials. I don't have to. No stupid analysis. I don't have to. Just touchdowns, you know, no dumb penalties. I'm just watching. It's just like heroin. Like, I, I have red zone, but more often than not, I'm usually glued to one game. You're glued to, I can't, because I hate. During commercials, I will flip to other games. Yeah, I no, I hate all the, I, I hate all the games. I hate them all. I, I care about my fantasy players, which, by the way, we're going to talk about mm. here shortly. Oh. And that is what has got me very hot. Well, something that's got me bothered is um, accidentally drafting a kicker in the sixth round of a league where I have to get a, the person who comes in last has to get a tattoo. You're getting a tattoo, you dumb dumb. Why would you do that? Mm -hmm. Well, you know what, at least, okay, so I joined Emmer and Rise League here in town, and um, I told them that if I was to come in last place and get a tattoo of their fucking restaurant's logo, I would get free bread for the rest of my life there. That's the only thing you could swing is free bread? Have you tasted their bread? I don't care if it's the best bread in the world. And I would know good bread. I watch the Great British Bake Off every night, mm, okay? No, this is way better bread. Mm, I, e either way, that seems like a shit deal. And you just took a kicker in the sixth round. Why was that even on your board? How, All right, so let me tell you. Why would a kicker be anywhere on your screen in right, round so, six? Listen, listen, listen. Because this is, all right, this is what I do. I go through the list and just like to make my little Homer heart happy, I favorite all of the Florida State players That's in the so NFL. stupid. You should never go by favorites. That's so dumb. I don't actually pick them. I just like seeing so all of their went, names and just being reminded of how many Florida State players so are in six, the NFL. So sixth round. Dustin Hopkins. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. going to work out but here's, here's well why. You. Here's why it happened. So I got too caught up. I panicked and I realized that I had, I already had three players with a week 11 bye. 
And then I started panicking, trying to find a player with a different buy. And then I realized I had I already had two with a week 10, and I didn't want to lose two back-to-back weeks because I had to bench my starters. So I started panicking, and then the fucking beep, 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 just started getting faster and faster and faster. And next thing I knew, Moving on from hot and bothered, we do need to jump in to college football weekend number one. Do we have to? What a weekend it was in college football. I got to tell you, uh, we're pretty smart cookies. Well, let me rephrase that. I'm a smart cookie because most of my predictions came true. Also, my crystal ball predictions I made last week are on course to happen. Um, but I thought we should go through our picks from last week through the top 25. Do you even remember the picks that we made? Because I do. That's why I don't want to do this. <laughs> All right, so last week we kind of uh, made a few picks with the top 25. We uh, both had UCF. UCF ended up winning. Uh, we both had, we're calling them the black eyes now, because uh, I don't want to call Wait, them. Listen, that, we can't call them that. There's too many actual black guys on the team. What it is is your race, your no, race no, you is just say it too fast. No, I'm not you saying it too, it too fast. fast. Black eyes, is that better? That is so Does much that sound worse. like guys? That is so much worse. The Will I Am's. UCF wins. Just we say both the taint stains. <laughs> UCF wins. We both have them. Ohio State won easily. That was really a big distraction for them. Oregon State. We both had Texas. That was a monumental disaster up there at Landover. Mm. And what a. It, your field up there was it's amazing. Cool, did you it? did you get to see the videos from during the game when the storm came through? Because there was yeah. like a five-hour weather delay, which I was just saying, call the goddamn game. Yeah. Maryland was up. I'm like, Texas isn't winning this. Just give it, the, give them the game. Rain just kind of seeping through the ceilings, falling through on the press box. Dan Snyder really keeping up with the times there. That is one of the worst fields I've ever seen, which does not shock me. It was a literal swamp, so it fits. Yeah, it's terrible. Your team is, what a, just a terrible, terrible place. And you know what? I had an inkling last week. We should have done it. I don't know why I didn't. I knew these guys would lose. I knew they would lose. Texas might not win six games this year. Ooh. I think they might actually be worse than Florida State when it's all said and done. Because we got to get a really good look at the ACC, and it's hot garbage. It is hot, disgusting, hot garbage. steaming garbage. It is, yes. it is garbage on a rainy New York July day. Mmm, that's tasty. I can taste that in my mouth. So we both had Texas. <laughs> messed out on that one. Auburn-Washington, it's a really good game. Auburn ended up winning this thing. Washington, in my opinion, should have. They had opportunity after opportunity. Jake Browning made some really weird decisions in that game. Auburn ends up winning. I chose Auburn. I said Washington couldn't play with the big boys. I think I was wrong on that. I think Washington can. I chose Washington, didn't I? Uh, you did. Because I'm crushing on uh, Peterson. Yeah. Um, that might effectively end the Pac-12's chance for a playoff team, though. It's the best shot they got, unless USC comes out of nowhere and runs the table. Uh, Notre Dame, Michigan. I picked both teams to lose, so I win. You picked Michigan. That was dumb. That was should dumb. should never pick Michigan to win anything. I picked with my heart. Uh, this one was really bad. Miami, LSU. We both went with the U on this one. Dude, I was watching that during my flight, and I must have grabbed the TV and shaken it so many times. The person in front of me fucking hated me. I would have hated you, too. I would have punched you in the face, and we would have grounded Every time, every time. They... <laughs> and it would have been a bad look for me, hitting a brown person on an airplane. Oh, I would have ran with that so hard. I would have All been... I did was pray, and the next thing I, I know, know, he was coming at me with his 
these big white fists. All I know is this Middle Eastern lady, she was saying something not English, and I, you know, I just don't know. I don't know, I'm trying to protect America. Oh my God. But, but anyway, that game was hot garbage. Yeah, and you can say Miami came back. They, they did not come back at the end. No, no they didn't. They, that was LSU beat the shit out L of the Hurricanes. LSU let the pump, pump the brakes, let off the gas a Yeah, bit. that was embarrassing. What, uh, did you see this video? All right, so we're lined up on the goal line right here. We have two edge rushers from Miami coming off the left end, going up against one blocker. One of them's getting through, right? No. They get bear hugged by no. one dude. What an amazing block right there, but that's how pathetic Miami was. That's how tough you are. It, it was embarrassing. It was um, That is almost as bad to me as the two Florida guys blocking each other. That is amazing. It's on, that is one of my favorite gifts of all time. It, it's on par for that. On Like, really? Really? That bad? So Miami... No bueno, we both picked them, and then you called it. You said Florida State was going to lose. You picked VTech. Yeah. I did not expect at home. At home. Not, and it wasn't necessarily that they lost. It was just the that was like a We have pathetic. one of the best at-home winning percentages in college football because. Ooh, that's going to go away quick. Ooh, that's going oh, fast. That's going fast. That, that was a pathetic showing. Oh, my God. Yeah. The most embarrassing part that really broke my heart is poor Bobby Bowden. He was there. Bobby's fine. Bobby is fine. He's been fine. Have Dude's, you seen him he's recently? Totally. Well, no, no, no. Like he's had a great life and won national championships. He's one of the look greatest what, coaches. Look what we've done to his dynasty. No, well, yeah. You've we you've hired a coach who it is too big for him. Texas has hired a coach who has no idea what he's doing, and it's also too big for him. These two programs are very similar. I know. Very similar. And, that. and the funny thing is, so I'm such a Texas sympathizer that every Saturday, one of my dogs wears a Florida State jersey and my other dog wears a Texas Longhorns jersey. Is it jersey. Princess that wears? Uh, she wears Florida she, State. She wears Florida State. Yeah. I like Princess. Toulouse. Toulouse no, both of these programs Texas. have a major, major issue. You, have, you, I mean, it doesn't really take that much explaining. Two ravenous fan bases, uh, gigantic budgets. You can win with whatever you want to. Yeah. Somehow the inability, and we we made a lot of fun of Willie Taggart At to start the season, and we made you made fun of the do something and everything, but we talked about it all year. You know how many times I yelled, "Do something! Just do anything! Just <laughs> please, for the love of God, just do anything!" Yeah. When you go back, it's it's a numbers game. You have to go back and look at these things. You go back and look at what Willie Taggart has done in the past. He, did, he has not done anything as a head coach to warrant coaching at Florida State and winning at that level. Could he still be successful? Absolutely. Hyperbole is the name of the game after weekend number one. Alabama's best team ever. Clemson's going to be right there with them. This yada, 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 yada. But I don't think that's a fluke, and I don't think Texas was a fluke either. I don't think Texas was a fluke either. Unlike last season where when Maryland beat them, that was a fluke. I think that there is something actually special with uh, Matt Canada. Matt, that was that was really impressive. If anybody doesn't know, Matt Canada was He's the uh, interim coach. Right interim now. coach, coach following Who, in for DJ Durkin. He was at LSU um, um, last year. I think it was last year. I'm I'm, I'm hot on him. I think that guy's got a future. Uh, I thought that was extremely impressive, and just shows not to take away from Maryland's victory, how woefully unprepared and yeah. uh, unprepared the Longhorns were, and how Matt Canada, interim head coach, out coached the head coach of the University of Texas, yeah. after dealing with a school investigation, a player's death, not knowing what he was going to throw onto the field. Yeah. 
pathetic showing by the Longhorns. Tom Herman's trying to spin shit down here in Austin, Texas, like, well, I know fans are going to see that we both lost the opener, but I think there's been improvements. And I will say this to the Longhorns out there of the, of the world who are diehards. Last year, they lost Maryland by 10 points. Yeah. This year is by five points. So technically, Tom's right. They are getting better. So maybe by year three, I don't know. But Texas plays USC, Kansas State, TCU, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma in their uh, next games after Tulsa. After Tulsa, that's their lineup. Let's, let's do this. I want to do a new segment. Let's do a dumpster fire segment. I want to throw both these schools into the dumpster fire right now. Can we do that? Can we? I have a lighter. Okay, we, we need to, like, we'll throw a few others in there right now because I got, there's more teams that belong to be in the dumpster fire. Michigan? With them and them. We will get to Michigan. Michigan's definitely in there. But I, I got to talk about the other UT as well. Because oh. I was going to say, Texas is going to end up playing West Virginia that will beat the brakes off the Longhorns. Tennessee was the only team in the SEC to lose on opening weekend. Oh, my God. And, I mean, they got destroyed. Destroyed. God, what's so it take like your, to be in such a great conference? I don't know. Take your pick with UT. Which either shade of orange? That, that oh UT. Shit. That UT is the real dumpster fire. They are absolutely awful, both of them. And yes, Michigan, Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. I said it in my crystal ball. Jim's not going to be there after this year. I don't know if it's he's getting fired or he just wants to take his talents elsewhere. Jim Harbaugh. Let's go by the stats instead of a just be you know hearsay. Eight and eight. In his last 16 games, Urban Meyer has lost eight games in six years. To put that into perspective, Michigan has lost 17 straight road games, which is awful. But worst of all, let me throw this at you, Michigan fans, to really let it soak in. You remember Brady Hoke, right? Yeah. In 40 games, he was 27 and 13. Jesus. You know what Harbaugh is in 40 games? 28 and 12. Oh, my God. Same coach. Same coach. So overrated, it's not even funny. Oh, and by the way, Michigan, you haven't beat Ohio State since 2011. Do you think they're going to beat them this year? <laughs> no. Michigan is in bad, bad shape. Like, really bad shape. Shea Patterson is not going to be the answer. Now, granted, it was a close game, and it could have gone either way, but it really couldn't have. Notre Dame had control of that puppy, and it was always going to be Indy to win that game. Harbaugh's overrated. They are 500. In his last 16. That's ridiculous. I have never been willing to admit that Harbaugh is overrated until until now. He's He absolutely is. He and is. It's not going to get any easier. These numbers are just... <laughs> it's bad. Brady Hoke, man. <laughs> Brady Hoke, you forget, you forget a fat guy sometimes. You forget a fat guy. Here's the other thing, though. The Big Ten, it's going to be a little tricky. I, Big Ten, every year, without fail, you're so overrated, it's not even funny. Penn State... What was that against App State? For, and can we, just, can we just have, let's put a moratorium on App State. If you are a Power 5 program, why in the hell would you want to schedule Appalachian State? There's no reason for it. Do you want Michigan I mean, to happen there? It almost happened at Happy Valley. That was the most entertaining game I saw all weekend long. Penn State should have lost. Everybody and their mom was rooting for App State to take that down in Happy Valley. It would have been great. That was pathetic, though. Penn State has no business losing that game. App State, App State rules the Big Ten. That's how pathetic your conference is. Michigan State almost lost to Utah State. Oh, my God. Awful. Penn State, awful. The only teams that look like they can contend in the Big Ten with anybody else and the country, Wisconsin on Ohio State. 
looked absolutely top-notch. Jonathan Wisconsin's Taylor. Wisconsin's always fucking tough. You know, I saw somebody, somebody tweeted at me a while back, and they had the best statement I've ever heard about Wisconsin and the Packers connecting the two, that Wisconsin's offensive line has and always will be better than the Packers' offensive line. Wow. Which is, like, so spot-on true. And, like... How? They're just so, I mean. Honestly, <laughs> They're the best offensive line in the country year in and year out. It's unbelievable. Not to take away from Jonathan Taylor at all, but like every year without fail. It's this just what they do. Just like clockwork. It's unbelievable. So we also talked about last week, which two teams or which teams in the top 10 starting the season could fall outside of the top 25 and finish unranked. Penn State, Miami looking pretty good Penn right Penn State, now. Miami for sure. Penn State. You yeah, know what I'm excited good. for? Um, to see uh, Florida State versus Miami this year. What a great because game we are both be. we are both just awful, awful, awful. Well, I, I will say Miami. I think will smoke that ass. Absolutely, Mark Rick can get it turned around. Willie Taggart, that's tough. I do like Mark Rick a Mark, lot. Mark Rick is a great coach. A lot. Yeah. I liked him at Georgia. I like him at Miami. Yeah. I don't like Miami. I like Mark Rick. All right, those were the dumpster fires for weekend number one of college football. It's going to keep rolling this year. What I'm excited to see is you guys at College Game Day. Remember, that's $100 to the Rooster Teeth store. If you show up to College Game Day and you send us proof that you were there, you're getting some – that's a lot of money. I'm going to be famous. Is that not a lot of money? Oh, I don't care. I just want – I want my face you're on You're already famous. No, it's different. I want, I want to be College Game Day famous. You want to be College Game Day famous? Yeah. Well, you slid into Baker Mayfield's DMs at one time. I did. Him and Katie. You know what? A lot of people got him for Baker Mayfield. Oh, now I remember when I was on game day. It was after um, Ole Miss. Oh, yeah, because you threw Chad Kelly under the bus. Yeah. Which was warranted and great. I'm still mad at you for going after Baker. Katie Perry went after Baker, too. I didn't go after Baker. You went after Baker. No, I tweeted at him. I tweeted at him publicly. You're a liar. What do you mean? No, you did not. You DM'd him. No, it was public. It was public? It was a public tweet. Mm, mm. Also, I didn't even at him. Yeah, mm, I know what your game was, though. What do you mean? You find him attractive. That was literally what I said in the tweet. I know. You were gunning for something. There was our ulterior motives there. You there were... was no ulterior motives. The motives were in the tweet. Don't bullshit a bullshit. You're hot, yeah. Baker. On and off the field. You, you were trying to break off a piece of that. I understand. I would, too. Did you see that photo of him in the Tiger? Yeah, that was a hot fucking photo. Uh, a hot fucking photo. Mm. College football rolls on. So excited to see you guys at College Game Day. $100 to the Rooster Teeth store. So, let's get real, Mia. Yeah. Ooh, let's get into it. We talked about it earlier. Oh, I'm back to page one. People are bothering our brands. Hey, you ready for this? You ready for this? You ready for this? Oh, that's the best. That's the best right there. Um, all right. So we asked folks last week, um, what brand was better? You and I got into a conversation about Nike and Under Armour, about Under Armour. which which brands uh, people thought were better. Obviously, I'm repping the correct brand. I got Nike on my body, got it in my pants, around my wiener, on my feet, and on my shoes. I just have it on my feet. Okay. Well, I'm I'm a loyalist to my brand. And so we asked people. Do you mix? No. I do not mix because I have nothing to mix with because I am strictly a Nike man. Nike ended up being the top poll, like by a lot. Do you see these numbers? 27% of people. So are out right. of, you know, pretty good sample size, 3,200 votes plus 73 team Tyler, as you can see the winning team right there with the check mark. 
and then to the 27%, which is below 30. It's terrible. Team Mia. Shit team. So clearly, Nike is the winner. Mm, we'll see. Gigantic sample size right there. 73% of people. So basically, every three out of four people like Nike and think it's a better brand. Now, unbeknownst to us, we were not in cahoots with Colin Kaepernick, but Colin Kaepernick, once again, has set the world ablaze, literally, by being the face of the new Nike campaign that they are launching. That also includes Serena Williams and LeBron James, a lot of other inspirational figures. And this has set the world ablaze. That ad right there, Mia, the typical black and white just do it. Classic Nike ad right there with a pretty inspirational quote. It's like, believe in something even it means sacrificing everything. I mean, that's kind of been the theme this year. I kind of feel like they ripped that off from Infinity War, though, with Thanos. Uh, but that's just me. I don't know. Um, this has everybody very upset because it's Colin Kaepernick. So if it's Colin Kaepernick to a, a lot of people in this country, that means anti-military and anti-police. So now everybody is hopping on to the Nike boycott. There's an actual boycott now for Nike. And John Rich of Big and Rich. Is that not the first time you've heard Big and Rich in years? What is Big and Rich? Big and Rich was, we're coming to your county college. They were the band for college game day. Oh, yeah. Big and Rich, one little thing in your yin-yang, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Those are those guys. <laughs> oh, you people are amazing. Our southern, our, our sound man just cut the Nike swoosh off his socks. Former Marine. Get ready, Nike. Multiply that by the millions. Let's break this down. Yeah, all right. So, John Rich, of course, the natural leader for this movement to boycott Nike, uh, because we all know who he is. Um, so, his sound man, who's a former Marine, cut his own clothing to protest Nike. So he destroyed his own property to protest Nike endorsing Colin Kaepernick and saying, get ready, Nike, multiply that by the millions. Questions for John Rich. Question number one, we say multiply by the millions. Are we talking about people buying Nike clothing and then, and then destroying it? I think that's a really good idea. Um, observation number two, if we're just talking about cutting clothing that you own to protest Colin Kaepernick, who you believe is protesting American values, specifically the troops and the police, what better to help the troops that are homeless than donating your clothes? But you're going to be cutting holes in them. Gotcha. Destroying your own property. So people are all in a tizzy. Yeah. And you have a lot of people doing what a lot of um, those people do. Couch burners, people that burn jerseys, are now burning their shoes. They're burning their Nike wear. Uh, you're seeing pictures where uh, people are taking scissors, cutting them out of their sweatpants, out of their T-shirts. It's amazing to me. Oh, that black quarterback makes me so mad. I'm going to cut up my own clothing. It's a ridiculous boycott. It's a, uh, it's a ridiculous uh, message to send for something that, these people really don't understand. There's so many argument fallacies when it comes to Colin Kaepernick and what his message is and what people think that he is doing, and specifically now Nike, and by supporting him, per se. People would like to think that Colin Kaepernick uh, hates America, that he hates the troops, that he hates the cops. It's not true. He's simply protesting the way black people and people of color in this country are tweeted. 
He's taking a knee to do so. And I've yet to have anybody explain this to me, and I'm sure people who are probably doing this will explain to me in the comments. What is the difference between a woman refusing to give up her seat for the way that African Americans are treated in this country and a man refusing to stand for the national anthem for a country that does not care about people of color? Now, people can say, how dare you compare Rosa Parks to Colin Kaepernick? Rosa Parks was breaking the law. That was a law that was actually in this country. It was illegal for her to do that, not for Colin Kaepernick to do what he is doing. And what he's simply doing is he's taking a need to protest the way that black people are treated in this country, which we have to all agree. It's not like we should. No, there is no disagreement. The way black people are treated in this country, it's deplorable. It is not up to snuff. It is something that desperately needs work, and it needs leaders like that. No matter what you think about the rest of his on-the-field product, leaders like that to speak up for, for Black Lives Matters and other organizations. And so when it comes to this, I have a question for all you people out there that are going to be chopping up your Nike gear. Let's find you somebody else to buy from. Because let's, come on, you're going to have to have athletic wear uh, to go to all your, you know, your midnight rallies, to go buy your tiki torches, uh, to go march on Washington with your 50 other buddies and call it the biggest one ever. So we got to find you something that you can wear. Active wear, dry fit. Let's go through the options. Mia, run through some, what do you got for me? What are some other companies, big shoe companies, if I can't wear Nikes on my feet, what, what else could I wear? Um, Adidas. Adidas is a good pick. Ooh, ah, the problem with Adidas though is kind of the problem with Nike has. So Nike is now anti-military, right? Because of Colin Kaepernick. Adidas would be okay, except it was started by two brothers, Adolf and Rudolf Dassler, who actually joined the Nazi party in 1933. So Adidas is going to be off the table because they literally provided shoes to Hitler Youth. Go look it up. If you don't want to look it up, we'll just include it in the link here below. So Adidas can't work because they support Nazis and we, can, we don't want to support Nazis in this country. I feel like I'm being baited into mm. saying Under Armour because they are a semi-racist uh, brand. We can't do Under Armour because of Kevin Plank's endorsement of Donald Trump right around Donald Trump's very negative immigration ban. Now, I don't care about Trump's policies per se when it comes to Kevin Plank, but Kevin Plank did have some very interesting comments when he talked about why he supported Donald Trump. He said, I'm a big fan of people that operate in the world that publish in and iterate. Versus think, 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 think. So there's a lot that I respect there. So uh, too long, didn't listen. Free thought is bad. Buy my shit, you fucking peasants. So because of that, Under Armour kind of tanked. And in fact, they're going away from shoes and focusing more on fashion. So Under Armour's off the table because Kevin Plank's a moron. Adidas, off the table because Nazis. Puma? Mm, oh, wait. Puma, I forgot. I always forget this part of Puma. Puma was started by the other Dassler brother, who is also a Nazi. So Puma and Adidas were both founded by Nazis. So we can't wear those. We can't wear Under Armour. Who is the other, like, big one? Reebok. Oh, God, you know, I keep making this mistake. I keep doing this. Reebok's owned by Adidas. So unfortunately, Reebok... Any money towards them would go towards Adidas, which goes towards Nazis. If only there was a company that was started by somebody who was in the U.S. military. No, two people in the U.S. military. What if I told you there was a company like that, founded by those people? One that fought in WW2 and one that was an Army Reserve vet. What if I told you about a little company called Nike? 
So when we're talking about what, what we stand for and literally what we're going to stand in, and you people are over here cutting out the only company on the planet started by the U.S. military that you love so fucking much, you're going to go against them. Then do you really think Nike, the world's biggest brand, is going to fail because of Colin Kaepernick? There's choices you can make as an individual and as a human being in your life. You can decide to be on the right side of history. We've all bought Adidas. We've all bought Puma. Are, are the people that buy those Nazis? Absolutely not. Did you know any of that? Most likely, you did not know that. But when we're tracing back to our roots, and that's what we're trying to figure out as American, is like, my roots as an American. You're disrespecting my flag. All of you are here by mistake. All of you are here for a reason. And the reason is to stand together, this one big melting pot that we have, and do right by each other. You don't follow by your golden rule, most of you don't, if you support shit like this. You're going to cut up perfectly good clothing that you won't give to anybody else. Those vets that you love so much, how much money have you given to them? How much money has Colin Kaepernick donated to nonprofits? Don't worry, we'll include the link below. Those people are making a difference. Those people are having their voices heard and changing lives. These people are doing nothing. When you sit back and think about how mad you're going to be at Nike, and if you choose to do this stuff, you're the moron that literally just sat down and cut the tops of his socks off. And who's crazy? <laughs> Sorry. That was a little rant I wanted to go on. We're not supposed to get political on this show, but this is, this is asinine. So we're going to get blown up in the comments, and that's fine. If you are losing your mind over this Colin Kaepernick Nike thing, you have a problem. That's not... It's not debatable. You can get mad at me and call me a libtard cuck. Uh, what is a libtard? Libtard. I'd be a libtard, even though I'm not a liberal. Uh, I'd be a libtard cuck. Libtard. I'm a libtard cuck. Uh, military hater is what I would be now that I support Colin Kaepernick. Well, I support you, and there's no way I can be a military hater. I oh. went to military school. Yeah, and I'm actually okay with this happening because... Nike, you know, their prices are most likely going to drop. I'm almost for sure they will. Oh, dude. As far as prices in the up. stock market, as far as, like, uh, the company's worth. Uh, that's fine by me. Crazy discounts. Yeah. Oh, my God. You and I should literally go up to the yeah. Nike factory Under right after this. And do something else more racist. They should. Yeah. Just tank. And then I can get, like, half off. That's going to be amazing. I want to thank you guys for the boycott. So I'm going to buy more shit. A lot of people are going to buy more Nike shit. They're still going to be the number one bro brand on the planet. So anyways, that was my rant uh, on Nike. We had to address that. And by the way, back to the poll, 73%. You know, I still protect this house. You can protect this house. That's fine. But I, like, you know what? Hugo Boss literally designed the Nazi uniforms. Not the Nazi, like the actual Nazi uniforms. And I still wear Hugo Boss. There you go. Because they are fucking fantastic. And you know what? The person who did that back then not alive today. Yeah, that's true. So. No. Uh, and not to say, yeah, and it's the same with anybody who buys a decent Puma. Yeah. I have like, both. You're not a Nazi. The people who founded yeah. that company, no. not even alive anymore. Just simply to say, yeah. if you're going to ride that fucking high horse, better know where you literally exactly. stand. There you go. 73% uh, Nike's better. Suck a butt. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. All right, Mia, I know this is something you don't want to talk about, but we're going to get you there. We're going to get you there. I promise we're going to get you there. Postseason baseball is almost here. Oh, Come on. 
No. no. We have to. Okay, you go ahead. Something is very something very special is happening. Can I get headphones? Oh my god, this is ridiculous. All right, we're getting closer and closer. I swear you're going to be on board when the postseason gets here. And the postseason is still yet to be decided. I will literally leave the country. No, you're not. It's going to be great because there's a team down in Oakland that I think everybody in America can get behind. And I'm not talking about the Warriors. My God, no. It's the opposite of the Warriors. It's the poor guys. It's the beggars. It's the ones that are scraping by on baseball's lowest payroll to make it to the postseason and try and win a World Series. What Oakland is doing this year is something really special. (sighs) Fine, we won't talk about it. It's just saying it's. I'm very excited. And my buddy Brett Anderson happens to be on the pitching staff. Name drop. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking name drop. I played. I played baseball when I was very young, not like high school or anything. But he's a great guy. He's on the team. I couldn't be more excited for Oakland to make a push into the postseason. Roundabout, my question is for you, before we get out of here, is you put so much investment into a team like this, and, and people do it uh, their whole lives, whether you're a Browns fan, whether you're a Bills fan, like how long are you going to wait to try and taste that victory? And like how much hope do you put into a season like this? Because you know as an Oakland fan, it's nothing but heartbreak, and you're you're riding the season. I feel like I can actually relate to this as, yeah. as a Capitals fan. Yeah, so you can see the magic happening, yeah. right? But the thought of getting but that no, close no, 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 and not no. getting it, is that worse? After a while, getting that close and falling short just leaves you gun-shy every fucking season. So you just turn into the most cynical fan imaginable. Like, I never thought I would become this person until this season when we are in game six of the fucking Stanley Cup finals, and I'm like... Now nah, we're gonna shit the bed. Yeah, we're we're literally three goals up in Game Six of the Stanley Cup Finals. I'm like, mm, we'll find a way to blow it. There's three minutes left in the third period of the Stanley Cup Finals, and we're up by three goals. And I'm like, uh, you know what? I don't really trust us. It's see, I had a point to this whole thing, is that they're doing some amazing things, and as a fan, you have to be losing your mind if you're an A's fan of like, what is going on in Oakland right now? To steal a line from Moneyball, because it's so exciting and a chance to get the wild card to not only do that, beat the Yankees. There is no Moneyball 2, is there? This was Moneyball. You fucking this tricked is, me. This is Moneyball 2. If they fucking win the World Series with this team, which it would be insane because they're going up against Boston, who historically is putting together one of the best Major League Baseball teams of all time. You have the returning champs in the Astros. Yankees going to have having to go through the Yankees. That's insane. It could be an amazing postseason story. I'm just telling you, keep your eye on it. No. And if it happens, if it starts happening, oh, that's some exciting stuff. Because now it's, it's one of those things that you used to do with Boston. You'd have that same feeling with Boston, the Red Sox, all the time, is that they get to the postseason, well, what we are we going to do? But now Boston, they are the, they're the bad guys. They're the big dogs at the table. They got the World Series. They don't need them anymore. Oakland, that's where it's at. All right. And fuck the Yankees. Anyways. Fuck the Yankees. I can even get behind that. Yes. All right. So uh, that's pretty much it for the show today. Just wanted to get that out there. People are mad we don't talk enough about baseball. Oh, no one is mad we don't talk enough about baseball. No, people get mad about it. But listen, postseason, when postseason hits, we're going to be talking about it. There's too much going on. There's so many pointless games right now for a lot of teams. Obviously, not for everybody. Still in the race. Everybody's still in the race. Jesus Christ, somebody win the NL West. All right. Before we get out of here, you want to do a fuck you, Tyler? That'll be a good fuck you, Tyler, uh, to end the show today. And remember a few things. Hit us up, fantasy football. Did we talk about that? No, we're doing We didn't talk about fantasy football. 
Loser has to get a tattoo of the sports oh, ball logo. Oh, my God. I forgot that we had to talk about fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, we are going to be doing a fantasy football team, uh, and it's going to happen quick because by the time this episode is released, it's going to happen, well, tomorrow because this will be released on Wednesday, Thursday, first game, so you have to have your team buy-in. That information's coming out actually today. All this is very confusing. We're going to put it out on our Twitter. Don't worry about this it. This is very last minute, you guys. It is very last very minute. Very last minute. But we're going to be doing a fantasy football team. It's going to be me and myself, a few of the staff members here. But here's the fun part is that uh, I got some shit going on. You always have some shit going on, but I'm going to make you do this. Um, somebody is going to be running my football team. You're going to draft for me. We're going to co-run the team together. So basically, you're going to do all the work. Oh, my God. You're like the gross married couple in the league. And I'm going to take... Where the wife doesn't really know anything about football. But she's like, I want to play. Yes. I love that you're that way. So many women are going to be mad about that. You're going to get some fuck yous on that one. Good. Um, but, yeah, somebody's going to run my team. I'm going to take the glory. You do the work. You I'm going to take the glory. And beat Mia, who clearly has no fucking idea what she's doing drafting a kick. It was down. a flag! It's absolutely pathetic. All right, before we get out of here, let's get a fuck you, Tyler. And then and then we're going to go home. Thank you. Hey, fuck you, Tyler Co. The way you talk about butt play, I bet I could go spelunking in your ass. Fuck Oklahoma like they fuck their sisters. I'll keep it simple. Fuck you, Tyler. Hockey is amazing. I'm so glad I got to watch Atlanta play preseason. I can't wait to see the Falcons not go to the fucking playoffs again. Fuck you, Atlanta. Fuck you, Tyler. Fuck you, Tyler. You muscular midget. Go Packers. Hey, Tyler Cole. Just wanted to tell you, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck you, New York Yankees. Fuck you. I have been your biggest goddamn supporter here in the fucking South since I was born 21 years ago. And you fuckers are going to come out of left fucking field and lose to the Mets and the Rays, two of the worst fucking teams in this sport at the moment, in the span of a goddamn week. Severino, get your head out of your ass. Tanaka, stop fucking blowing starts. Baron Boone, get your ass out of the fucking dugout. And Cashman, get A-Rod out of the booth so we can come lead this team to a fucking World Series like we all goddamn want. But I do really love the show, guys. Please keep up the awesome content. Got nothing against you, Tyler Coe, but I'd probably suplex you on principle if I ever met you. Fuck you. And thanks, man, for classing up the show. Fuck Julian Barr syndrome. I hope Travis Frederick gets better soon. Also, fuck Jerry Jones for getting rid of our Lord and Savior, Dan Bailey. Go Cowboys. Go fuck yourself, Tyler. Maryland just swept Texas. Enjoy the island of misfit toys that is Austin, and I hope you had a great August. It's like your national championship, and it's the only time your Longhorns are ever ranked anymore. Go lose to Kansas, fuckwad. Yo, Tyler, go fuck yourself, my dude. <laughs> it's like he didn't know what accent he wanted to do. <laughs> no, that, that was good. We had Kermit the Frog call in. I didn't know Kermit the Frog was a fan of the show. I thought it was, was like great. a southern... No, 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 the British man, the person. southern, no, you think Kermit the Frog sounds like Kermit a southern frog. British person. I've never seen Sesame Street. I grew Clearly up Clearly you have not ever seen Sesame Street. I watched Street. Paddington Bear when I was little. You know, this whole talk of, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a homegrown American. I don't know if I believe when this anymore. When have I ever said I'm a homegrown American? Fucking, you have been a, you're a terrorist. You've been planted here. It's all unraveling right now. He's on to me. I gotta go. I'm sorry that you didn't see real TV when you were a kid, but you know that one guy calling in? I love how the one guy, the Yankees fan, going freaking off. Yo, that was like... 
I'd be so going off to too. The Yankees are working their way out of the postseason picture quickly. Like they're heading in the wrong direction. But I love how he said, "I've been your one supporter in the South forever." Like was he a since, u- no, 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 it was, was he a union spy? A quote, <laughs> since I was born. Since he was born, he's been a union spy down there in Dixieland. That is amazing. <laughs> Tune in next week to find out where it is. This is going to be it for another edition of Sports Ball. Mia, I'll uh, talk to you next week. We'll be breaking down. You can't text you during the week? No, fuck you. We're going to be talking about the NFL weekend number one. Finally here. Both of our teams are done for the season. Can pack it in. Never going to talk about them. Nope. It's out. It's done. God, that landed right Just back like at us. Oh, my God. See ya.